Welcome into another edition of the Taken All Wrong podcast, a go for football podcast, as it were. Uh, I am Jeff, joined uh, each and every week by uh, the three gentlemen you really come here to listen to and download. Uh, he is the one, the only, more Minnesota than all 10,000 lakes combined, the man who enjoys rowing the boat more than anyone out on the internet. He is uh, J.D. Mill. Good evening, J.D. Feeling strong now. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's not bad at all. Uh, that next voice you hear, I believe, back from the North Shore and the North Woods, somewhere in the South Metro. We think he's stationary at the moment. He may be in a moving vehicle at some point. Uh, we'll find out later, but it is uh, Matt O'Connell. Good evening, Matt. Everything you said is is currently true, and uh, it's good to be back. Um, there's no snow on the ground here, which is weird, but oh, glad yeah, to be well. back. Good. It's glad to have you back. We liked your little pop in, pop out thing uh, from last week, but we're glad to have you for the entire show uh, here tonight. So. Don't, don't, don't assume and don't jinx. Great point. It's a great point. The internet monster can strike at any time. Um, and last but certainly not least, uh, the hardest working man in the Gopher blogosphere, putting out not only the most, but uh, might we also say the best Gopher content. And now with basketball, uh, it's, it's branching out. Find his work at stillgothope.com. It is Frothy Gopher. Good evening, Frothy. You're the best. I heard the Rocky montage bit, and I had to get my own in. So, perfect. Hey, everyone. Everything. It's better with music. Well, we could do the whole thing in music if you want to. I'm in. Yeah, Only we... Rocky music, though. Oh, boy, that would well. An all-musical show, we we might need a little time to prepare for that, but I am definitely down. That sounds Who like a bi-week the, project. What was, the, what was the band that did all the Rocky music? Was it was it Foreigner? Uh, sir, was that Survivor? Survivor, yeah, that's Survivor. it. Yeah, I knew it Which was one of, those, one of those one-name bands. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, speaking of perfect, uh, Gopher fans everywhere are still talking about the big game against Michigan. Uh, the Gophers, as we all know, I mean, look, everybody's probably been talking about it to death. Um, we're not going to go over the game much again because I know you've, people just can't stop talking about this, probably have just stopped partying. Um, Minnesota beats Michigan, brings the jug back, big win for P.J. Fleck. Again, I know it's something everybody's really been talking about and really been excited about, so we're not going to rehash everything. But let's just let's just get one big takeaway from everybody from uh, this huge game against Michigan for your Minnesota Golden Gophers. J.D., let's start with you. What was your one big takeaway? Oh, well, I mean, it just finally feels so good to, to see the team put together a complete game and I think the big takeaway for me is <clears throat> I think it's good that we finally saw Kurt Soroka, Soraka, um, open up the offense, really open up that playbook and, and really take it to, you know, maybe one of the, me- the, the best defenses in the country. I thought it was um, good to finally see that playbook open up. And, and um, I mean, for, for P.J. Fleck in his first year to go into the big house and take a game like that, um, with that kind of statement from the offense, um, I, I mean, I, I don't know what you could say uh, that would disparage a game like that. It was it was just spectacular in every way. It's incredible, really. Matt, what's uh, what's your one big takeaway from the huge game? Uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, the defense just played so well. I mean, Michigan has two really spectacular running backs. Um, with a lot of speed, and boy, the Gophers did not let them gain an inch. Um, you know, it was nice to see the linebackers filling those holes. 
it was great to see the uh, the pressure that the the front was able to get, um, and, and really that depleted backfield did a nice job as well. I mean, I, I hardly remember a missed tackle that entire game. I'm so just just the the play of the defense overall, but really the way they manhandled that Michigan front and and were able to control the running game was uh, just unbelievable. Ralphie, it's hard to top that, but did you did you come away with something? Yeah, it's always hard to go third when there's only two sides of the ball to really talk about. I think the thing that I'm, I'm going to take a slightly different angle on this and say the thing that I'm actually a little bit upset because they keep beating Michigan on the road. They never beat him here. In 2014, we had that disaster with Lime Grover, and we weren't able to win, and we were all set to win. And, and then, you know, they 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 beat them at, at you know Michigan a couple of years before that and then you know, I think it goes all the way back to like 1986 and then maybe 1977 every I think 77 was the last time we won at home so you know it's great to beat Michigan it always feels good to beat Michigan and I was extremely emotional on on Saturday as as we lifted the jug up it was a game I didn't think we had any prayer of of going in to win but to see our team go in there and, and and get the jug and not have an empty trophy case for the first time in a, in a couple of years, I think is is really good. I just wish just once they would win the damn thing here at home. That's a good point. He actually called me crying. Frothy called me crying. I apologize I didn't answer the call, but I, that's now my big takeaway, too. That's a good one. I'm going to uh, – mine, I guess, would be something that actually happened uh, on Monday – um, and not even on the field thing. Um, Patrick Royce actually wrote a positive article, said he was wrong about PJ this whole time. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but the, I thought really the icing on the cake, the cherry on top, former wide receiver coach Brian Anderson liked the post on Twitter. I just, I, it's, I mean, you talk about a game that really brings everybody together and really brought everyone there. I just, that to me, that really was, was the big takeaway and the big thing for me. It's, it's the kumbaya moment that brings the, the, the fans of the old staff and the fans of the new staff and the ambivalence together all as one. And I think finally, even going back to Brewster, Gopher Nation will be able to, to move ahead as one. We're all finally rowing the boat in the same direction. They, uh, it, it was a, you know, Jeffrick, excellent. That was, it, it was nice to see. Good. Well, I thank you for bringing that up again. I, I just, it's so many points, so many moments, guys. I feel like, again, it's been so much, you know, people in my office just talking about the game nonstop. I'm sure it was the same for you guys at work. So much emotion for this. Maybe we need to shift gears. I don't see how we can cover any more than this game, really, than we already have and everyone else already has. But um, I think maybe, you guys, we shift gears to something else for a bit, and then maybe we'll come back to the opponent this week and the trophy that's on the line. Does that sound like a plan? It's good you said something. We would never shut up about this win if you didn't say something. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's why he's in charge, really. It, 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 it honestly could be like a fish concert with just us talking about this game for the next six hours and one gigantic riff. So I, I think we're probably better off taking a little pause and maybe coming back to it if we want to. Good That's idea. fine. Hey, well, good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we're on the same page here. And again, I, the emotion really just trying. To, let's let's just give us a chance here. So. Um, Brothy, we mentioned the site. It's still got hope. You've got a ton of content. I know JD is also written there. Matt's written there. Uh, Trevor, if you haven't followed him on Twitter, he's writing, but, uh, you've got a new guy. Hoopty ball. Are we talking hoopty ball and still got, still got hope.com now? 
I don't think we've figured out whether it's shooty ball or hoopy ball yet. Kind of using both of them. I, I'm leaning a little bit more towards shooty ball at the moment. But yeah, longtime friend of the blog, West Coast J- J- Jack, as he goes by, uh, is our uh, is our main Gopher basketball writer now. Uh, he uh, put his uh, first article out, I think, uh, I think last week, and then uh, did another one uh, this week. He knows the game really well. He played it uh, for most of his life and is a gigantic uh, gopher hoop head. So we're really excited to have him on board. Uh, his first piece was kind of doing the old Dave Barry, uh, the season in review, kind of fast forwarding uh, four or five months into the future and then looking back on the, on the season that was all the way up to the Big Ten tournament. So that's a good piece. And then he uh, ranked all of the gopher players. Uh, in in this week's piece, so we're looking uh, we're looking forward to great things from him. I know nothing about basketball other than uh, I'm really looking forward to this season. Uh, I think that I think we're ranked 15th in in both of the polls. Sort of projected to figure you know, first to third somewhere in the big uh, in in the Big Ten standing. So yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, but I'm really happy to have someone on the site that has a hell of a lot more knowledge about the game than I do. I, th- yeah. I thought we were going with uh, uh, shooty hoops. Is that or shooty? Oh, I like that too. Not one of the options. Was it? Was well, it hoop shoots? No, it probably wasn't that either. I tell you what. what, what when, when we're done here, why don't we? Why don't we get an Excel spreadsheet together and we'll lay out all the possible word combinations that we could use to describe basketball, and we will collectively come up with whatever we're going to use going forward. We should well, find a Twitter it, poll. Uh, you just damn it, JD! You beat me to it. <laughs> Uh, in regards to basketball, I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in here too. Uh, it's it is awesome having uh, somebody in the fold that uh, that can talk the talk about this. And um, I was visiting some uh, some family over the weekend and um, talking about basketball and um, this uh, family member of mine who shall remain nameless, uh, but doesn't listen to the podcast, so it doesn't matter anyway. But um, loser. Yeah, right. Uh, said, uh, yeah, I saw the Gophers are ranked 15th. I think that's too high. And my re- immediate response was, you shut your damn mouth. Because uh, I don't know any better, honestly. But uh, I certainly know that the people that, that uh, I follow on Twitter and and uh, that, that I know who, who understand college basketball think this team has a chance to, to do some really good things. I know there's some concern about uh, depth um, at least amongst the bigs, but uh, guard play looks to be a strength of the team and um, really sounds like could be a, a hashtag special year. Um, so I'm excited to watch, and, and personally um, I, I'm planning to uh, make more of an effort to, to take in as many uh, games as I can, at least uh, from a television standpoint. I'm just glad to know that we're all pretty much on the same level of A, basketball knowledge, and B basketball fandom on uh, taking all wrong, uh, which is clearly your go for hoops leader when it comes to podcasts. Um, so um, uh, my big question is how on earth did Patino get this Isaiah Washington kid to come here? I mean, is th- this kid is not just a phenomenon here. He seems to be you know, nationally known. Uh, how on earth did we get this kid in Minnesota? We're not supposed to have nice things, and and this kid seems like a really nice thing to have. Yeah, this, he, he seems he seems he, he seems pretty uh, pretty outstanding. I mean, just the highlights of 
kind of what he did in uh, in that first game. Now, granted, it was against Concordia St. Paul, so let's not go crazy here. But he, he's just incredible in terms of his ability to distribute the ball and, and, and drive the lane. And I think West Coast Jack uh, explained it to me pretty well that he's going to be really, really fun to watch this season. He's just going to be absolutely electric and will absolutely lose a game for us at somewhere along the line. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I mean, uh, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to win every game, so that's okay. Yeah, I saw on the jelly. Is anyone doing I feel like I'm like a grandpa talking about that new age video game thing that I don't know about, but I, Isaiah Washington with a very stylish layup, let's say, and has a, a bunch of buddies from kind of the New York area. They're going to different schools. And, but even like LeBron was, he had LeBron doing this and a few other guys with a John Wall. I mean, it, he's, he's big time and known, and he's a Minnesota Golden Gopher. It's it's pretty exciting. They have a great team. I know they have a great team from last year that went to the NCAA tournament for the first time in forever, uh, brought a bunch of guys back, and you're adding him to the fold. It's a, it's a really exciting time for Gopher Hoops. I just want to go on record right here, right now, and say that two years ago I was 99% on board with firing Richard Patino. We had just we, we had just we had just had the sexual assault thing. Uh, God, I can't remember the guy's name who got kicked off the team for abusing his girlfriend. The team was an absolute dumpster fire. And I was like, yeah, let's just get rid of him. Start over. Let's go. So I, I want to go on record as, as, as humbly eating the crow, uh, even though I didn't have a, a forum like this to 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 state what ended up to be an absolutely absurd opinion. I will own up to what I said then. JD knows I said it. Jeff Rick, you might know that I said it. Uh, it was wrong, completely and totally wrong. Patino being able to get guys like like Washington in here uh, is just not something that we've uh, is seen, you know, getting guys from New York of that quality in a long, long time. So I was wrong. I own up to well, it. And let's go go first. And that's okay. And I can't wait until in th- you know, two to four years from now when, you know, not you or any of us, but others who made the same mistake as you made with Patino are eating crow about Fleck. Um, You know, and that's going to be glorious when we have two high-level coaches, young guys like that, um, and they're all making people look silly for saying they should have been fired. I can tell you used to host your own podcast, Matt, because that was a beautiful transition back to football. That was that was a pros pro move right there. I learned it all from you, Jeffrey. Uh, I don't think that's the case at all. Um, yeah, more uh, more basketball stuff on StillGotHope.com. Season will get underway as the two exhibition games are done, and yeah, your your Gopher basketball team looks very exciting. Now on to Gopher hockey. Just kidding. That's uh, that's as far out of our lane as Gopher football as we will be. Or, uh, at least for this evening. Um, opponent this week for the Gophers is Nebraska. Uh, they are in just as rough a shape as your Golden Gophers. Uh, but we have a trophy to play for, gentlemen. Whether either school acknowledges it or not, we have the chair. It's back. I saw a tweet with Mark Rosen uh, holding the chair. I know that the gentlemen that have been in charge of it are been doing a good job of getting the word out in Nebraska games last year, or, uh, last week. Uh, and it obviously it'll be in attendance for the game this week. Um, Matt, your thoughts on bringing the chair back for the Nebraska-Minnesota game? I, I think it's spectacular that, uh, you know, not only that, that some silly internet, uh, you know, you know a, a trophy based on a, on a fake coach's Twitter account 
um, ever got invented in the first place. The fact that they brought it back and they're and they're using it to raise money for charity um, is great. And and why not? I mean, that's what makes college football fun, and it's it's the kind of thing that keeps uh, some people who take it too, a little too seriously maybe from. Uh, from going too far over the edge, so I'm I'm all for it. I think it's great, um, and uh, I can't wait to see it in the trophy case. I I think if they, you know, or when I say when Minnesota wins it, it will have a place in the case along the jug. You know, I want to too just acknowledge that uh, there are a couple of uh, ladies that are really pushing for this as well. That uh, Frothy and I get an opportunity to tailgate with uh, throughout the season. Um, and they're working very hard on this. I'm not remembering calling if I'm allowed to actually give their names or not, but they're very involved in this. Um, both traveled down to Nebraska last week to um, help out with the reveal of the chair for the uh, Nebraska fans, and they will be a big part of the uh, the event this Thursday night at Stub and Herbs uh, to uh, reveal the chair here in Minnesota. So it's a, it's a huge effort all around. It's awesome, like Matt said, that they're uh, able to use this to, to raise money for charity. And, and uh, uh, it is. It's awesome to, uh, to see how far this has come and uh, really exciting that, uh, that it's actually going to be the first time with sort of this official uh, version of this that the teams will get to play for it this week. Yeah, it, it's actually really cool to have sort of seen this startup, uh, I don't know, probably, what would you say, Jer, about four or five months ago? It was before the season. There was a movement uh, on, on Reddit, I think, it actually started to, to bring the trophy back. And, and uh, the, 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 the two ladies that we know have been absolutely instrumental in that, in, in pushing it forward. And it, it's just really been cool to watch it as it as it went along and, and seeing some pictures from the uh, event down in, in Nebraska this past weekend. And then getting to actually see you know PJ Fleck and you know uh, you know talk about it on on today's radio show was absolutely outstanding. He talked about how it was you know great part of the tradition uh, between the two schools, building the rivalry up, the charitable compo- charitable component up to it. It really you know everything that that PJ Fleck kind of stands for uh, the, the trophy does. He didn't go so far as to say. It would make it down on the field. I think that's kind of everyone's hope right now. Otherwise, I, I think it will remain a, a, a fan trophy, which to me strikes me as a little bit odd. You've got the university embracing the Mortel Award for holder of the year, right? They had they, they had you know they tweeted out something that Ryan Santoso said during the weekly press conference today about how great the Mortel Award is. And I don't want to take anything away from the Mortel Award. I think it's awesome. I think it's cool how ESPN has embraced it and it's become kind of this this national thing. But I do wonder why the University of Minnesota embraces the Mortel Award, but is trying to remain kind of arm's length away from the, the, the five bits of uh, broke five dollar bits of broken chair trophy. It, it feels to me you know, what we've seen in this explosion of trophies over the course of the last, I don't know, decade or so is that there are all these sort of sterile corporate-sponsored things, you know, the Heartland Award and all these other sorts of things, which, you know, it's fine. I understand it. It lends some hardware to teams that will, you know, 50 years from now ultimately become rivals. But here's something that the fans actually came up with. Here's something that has a really good cause. 
And it's just strange to me that the University of Minnesota and apparently Nebraska as well are, are maintaining an arm's length away from it. It seems like the sort of thing that if you really want to start to build the football culture here, that you would be all over. Yeah, let's reach out to these fans. Let's work with them. Let's promote this. Let's raise as much money as we can. And then let's have this awesome new trophy to share back and forth that, that doesn't have any particular background in, in, in a massive corporation. Well, I mean, yes. who, who is a guy, you know, who is building, building the brand and has a social media presence. I mean, what better way to help build that with the people and the fans you're looking for than by embracing this trophy, which was built organically, created uh, on social media and something that obviously has been embraced by both fan bases. Yeah, I'm with you, Frothy. I'm not sure why they seem to snub their nose at something like this when it's not the you know, farmers, whatever, trophy, Heartland Warriors thing, whatever we're inventing this week for a made-up trophy. The, the the bell that we share with Penn State as a quote-unquote rivalry trophy is the most contrived uh, garbage trophy there is, but that one is quote-unquote official. Well, this one is not. But, uh, it, you know, the hope is, is look, I think it's, it's good on these people that are just taking the initiative and saying they're going to make it a thing as much as possible and push it to the forefront. And it's one of those things where I think if your fans push for it and ask for it enough and start saying, hey, we love this and we want this to be legitimate, the schools will be like, oh, yeah, no, we were in on it all along. We'll absolutely embrace it, but that's not going to happen unless it's pushed like this and promoted and, and people really get behind it and get the idea. So yeah, I'm all for it and I hope it takes off and is a, is a big success. I left you guys speechless. I apologize. It's probably yes. No, good. Sorry, work. And, uh, wow. Yeah. Just anything real, real. Pope does is, is worth doing. I mean that is there a better fake uh, Twitter account than full Polini? I mean, maybe he's sold out a little bit, but boy, he, he is uh, still, as far as I'm concerned, the, the, the benchmark when it comes to, to kind of the fake coaching Twitter accounts. So yeah, he's very well, and, and, and parody accounts as a whole. I mean, I, I think he, he very much has sort of set the standard for, uh, for most other parody accounts out there. Just to reiterate something that Jer had said for all of our, what is it? Six or seven listeners. Now the, um, yeah, there that. is a, there is a, there is a chair reveal event uh, taking place at stubborn herbs. It's this Thursday evening. It runs from six o'clock until nine o'clock. My understanding is that there will be door prizes there. So if that's something, if you like beer and you like good burgers and tots and you want to see the chair in person up close, touch it maybe, have a, have a picture taken with it, I think these are things that, that you can do. Now, let's not make it salacious, right? It's, it's going to be mixed company there. But uh, I think it, it, it sounds like it's going to be a really, really good time. And uh, it, there'll be uh, Gopher fans there. I suspect there'll probably be some Nebraska fans there as well. So if, uh, if, you're, if you're available and uh, are looking for some beer and a good time with Gopher fans and an opportunity to, to see the chair for the first time, Stubborn Herbs at 6 o'clock this Thursday. That's a good, that is a great promotion. Should be a good time. And, uh, yeah, hope, I hope they pack the place. That should be a lot of fun. So. Um, game is Saturday. Uh, it's an 11 a.m. kickoff, so a little earlier than we would like, but uh, I guess at this point it, it is what it is. So um, I've seen the Gophers favored by anywhere from two or two and a half. You would think with last week's results, the spread would be much larger than that. Not going to say which direction, but um, it, I guess thoughts on what it looks like going up against Nebraska to see if we can win the chair. And, and by the way, we definitely would count this as a trophy game win uh, if it happens. Um, Jerry, your thoughts on uh, Minnesota facing Nebraska this weekend on Saturday? Uh, 
Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm going to sound like a broken record. I should have just made a recording of myself probably a few weeks ago uh, in saying this. Again, I, I'm really continuing to just go with keeping my expectations very low. Obviously was was pleasantly surprised last week. So, you know, there is that and certainly have uh, all the confidence in the world uh, in our offense uh, right now and our tackling. Um, so, uh, uh, certainly some optimism based on what we saw last week, but, um, you know, Nebraska is still a, a team that, that, uh, we, we had struggles with, at, at, you know, last year when it certainly didn't seem like we should have. Um, so we'll see. I, I, I think we've got a chance to win this one because as you, as you had mentioned, Nebraska is, uh, a, 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 as close as any team in the, in uh, the big 10 right now is hurting, uh, as we are, so uh, certainly an opportunity for us to uh, uh, get after a team when they're down, and uh, I'd, I'd love to see it. Matt or Frothy, uh, feel free to jump in on uh, on Minnesota versus Nebraska, the game of the week, obviously across the nation. Oh yeah, number number one. Uh, I think it's I think it's actually being on shown on prime time. Uh, at least there's talk on all networks on all all television stations because it's so big. Um, but um, you know, I, I think Minnesota. We'll see. I, I think Fleck will will find a way to be the master motivator and and carry over what obviously was a great performance last week um, over to this week and in. You know, Nebraska's pretty much, you know, I we they all know they're done. Um, Mike Riley is is probably on his way out, and, and Minnesota has a real chance to to kind of put another nail in that coffin. And, and I think they will. Um, I, I think if they can get up early, Nebraska will probably they'll probably quit um, if if they haven't already on this season. So um, I think if the Gophers can can get out early. Um, and, and show some life, obviously, like they did against Michigan. Um, I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy win, but I think um, I think they can win this game relatively comfortably. Now, you know, whatever that means, but, you know, a couple touchdowns. Yeah, I, I told myself after the Maryland game that I wasn't going to do this anymore, and then when I did it for the Purdue game, I said I wasn't going to do it anymore. But I'm still going to do it. I, I think I think I think we crush them pretty pretty handily, particularly given what we saw from uh, from uh, Kurt Soraka's uh, offensive game plan last week. I don't see any way that Nebraska is going to be able to stop us, and their offense has been outside of uh, what's his name, J.D. Spielman, the uh, recruit that uh, got away from us a, a, a couple of years ago. They, they really don't have much in the way of offense, and our defense has been absolutely shut down. So I don't remember the last time the Gophers won two trophy games in a row. I feel like it's been a long time. It could have happened during the kill era in the, like 2014, but I don't think so. So this is a, this is a really big opportunity for us to, to start to fill that trophy case up. Floyd got away from us, but we, we got the jug. We can get the chair. And we played Northwestern. It's not worth anything. But then, then we got the real opportunity to get the axe and, and to win both the chair and the axe at home, so I can see it would would make up for winning the jug on the road. I you know I 
I guess I'm a little concerned. My only concern really with the offense is that we put so much on tape last week against Nebraska more to prepare for. But as, as we saw, I mean, you can't stop the Wildcat formation. There's, there's no stopping for that. So maybe it doesn't matter if they see it. Um, and between that and how you know stunt, uh, tough the run D was, I, I, I like your chances here. So, in all honesty, look, why not, right? Let's it's it's a home game. It's coming back. You know they need this. It sounds like Fleck had a had a pretty stern talk with them, which is you know kind of strange after a win like he had, but um, that the guys will be very motivated and focused for the game uh, on Saturday. This is a real chance to to get one to get bowl eligible. Um, and yeah, why not? It it seems like an opportunity for Minnesota to really to really put the hammer down and uh, and 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 get one if we uh, if we should say it, it it got real and it got raw and it sometimes it gets real raw and uh, I, you're right I don't think they can contend where uh, we line up in that uh, in that pistol and then quickly switch the running back over to the wildcat uh, I I don't see how they're going to be able to contend with that so they're you know. Nebraska is just not equipped to handle that type of that type of offensive um, genius, really. No, no one is. It's, in, it's indefensible, I think, is the word, or undefensible, or with without defending something. Anyway, something like that. Um, guys, any anything else? I mean, we've God, we have covered covered this thing like a blanket, as it were. And I mean, we even you know went outside our lane a little bit. I thought did a great job going in depth on co- go for basketball. Is there any, anything else we need to to talk about or do before we go? Again, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that Wisconsin was still number eight in the college football playoff standings. And it continues to become more and more difficult for them to to get there. And the way that Iowa crushed Ohio State last week, I think Iowa can take Wisconsin out. And that, I I mean, there's still part of me that wants Wisconsin to come in here like rank number five. And if they beat us, then they are going to be in the playoff if they win the Big Ten championship game. But. God, I don't know. It, it 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 would be so great to beat them in that sort of situation, but at the same time, I just want to see them lose. And I know it's Schadenfreude, and it's not good to be jealous of the other team. But damn it, they've been so good for for such a long time. It feels like that it, it, it's just time for the it's time for the the, the, the tide to turn, right? And, uh, yeah, so I, 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 I'll never cheer for Wisconsin, uh, although it would be really, really funny if, given the state of the, the Big Ten East right now, that even if Wisconsin won out, they their best win might be over a three-loss team in, in the East in the Big Ten championship game, and that still might not be good enough to, to, to get them in. So I know Flex said otherwise today, said any undefeated team uh, from a Power Five conference should get into – the, the call of football playoff, but if, if there's ever going to be an exception to that rule, let, let's make sure it's Wisconsin. Well, and there's two two funny things I want to point out. Yet, in addition to the college football playoff uh, rankings and, and only being number eight, they beat Indiana and still dropped two spots in the AP college football poll. So the, the thing that seems to be happening, and I, I saw some tweets from several people on Twitter just talking about wins there was a a tweet about um uh ranked wins i think that central florida had had and wisconsin had had and um so the 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 news that about that is that people are noticing not just in the big 10 west and not just in the big 10 but all over the country that you've got this team that's ranked very highly and oh by the way they haven't played anybody the other thing that i thought was funny was uh, um frothy how you pronounced 
Schudenfruity. I, I thought you said Schadenfreude or something like that, and I just had to correct you that Schudenfruity. One of my one of my favorite things about the, the participating in this fine podcast is the uh, return of the Swedish Chef. So it, I'm glad that we got to it once again. Uh, I just want you guys to know I'm driving again just because I felt like it. it, yes. it we're missing something, honestly, and I'm driving with seat. Honestly, with at this on. point, so Jeff and I off. Uh, I we didn't tell you guys this, but uh, we, we've actually been discussing contracts, and I think we're going to put it in your contract that you have to do the podcast at least part of it, um, not in your home every week. The car the North Shore, wherever it happens to be, just away from your home at, at oh, least partially every week. It's going on site. Um, it's, you know, maybe the fans, if, if somebody wants to track me down, we could give away some sort of prize from a sponsor. Sure. Um, just so you know, it, although we do have a, a massive budget for this uh, podcast because of all the, I mean, the, the myriad different sponsors that we do have, uh, you cannot expense your drive. Right now, I just want to make, and that's clear. fine. No, 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 and that's fine. Um, you know, I understand that, and I'm okay with that. Um, but I would, you know, I do think it might be fun to kind of where in the world is is mock, you know, uh, type thing. That would be fun. Somebody can guess. We can give away a prize. All for it. Tickets, tickets to a to a women's hockey game. Um, tickets to a rowing. Something you know, something really worthwhile. And I shouldn't. I shouldn't put down women's basketball like that in our hockey or rowing. They're all, they're all great endeavors. I'm just saying that the, the tickets can be had cheap. So right. nice, work. Are, nice backpedal. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really good at I, I, the way I, I, sh, I might Fleck might want to think about recruiting me to come play in the defensive backfield. If anybody else gets hurt, the way I backpedal. So, we might between that and that or offensive line between that. If we keep losing any more guys, we might need uh, might need more people there. But um, you know I'm, what? Built a little, I'm built a little more like an offensive lineman, unfortunately. Well, got any eligibility left? Let them know. We we could uh, saw the depth chart come out today, and it's looking looking pretty thin up front. But uh, we're don't worry, we're going to figure it just like they did last week. We're going to figure it out this week against Nebraska. It is an 11 a.m. kick, bright and early. Make sure you're up and ready to go. Um, and don't forget, was it? God, I, I have the worst memory ever. Six o'clock on Thursday, frothy at uh, Stub and Herbs. Is that when it starts for the chair unveiling? Yeah, that sounds right, Jeff. Okay, let's go with that. Uh, 6 to 9 p.m. this Thursday at Stubborn Herbs on campus. Uh, the chair will be unveiled. Door prizes, fun, gopher fans, maybe even Nebraska fans. By the way, usually pretty decent people. Uh, they're certainly not Iowa or Wisconsin fans, so it's, it's something to get along with. But uh, get there, good cause. Don't forget the website as well for the chair. Uh, they are making donations, taking donations from both fan bases for a very good cause. So it's something to give. Uh, Something to give for that. So it's an FS1 game again. Is FS1 the new BTN? I feel like we were always on BTN, and now it's all these Fox Sports property games. It's uh, it's 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 a brave new world in 2017. I, I suppose you guys the games, but you know, the money. That's all there is to it. Yeah, well, Fox. I mean, uh, Fox does own the Big Ten Network, so I mean, I, the fact that I think it was just just a matter of the ESPN contract running out. Uh, so. Yep, cash money, baby. That's all it is. I was going to say, do you think it would help t- to promote the chair on the Nebraska side if somebody talked to Scott Frost about it since he'll be coaching? Just kidding. He's going to be at Florida. I don't know who's coaching Nebraska next year, but, you know, and send oh, it out boy. to a few. Oh, that boy. Be you, just, 
Good, you just sent about 5,000 Nebraska fans off a cliff. Uh, they, yep. they know he's not going there, right? Do they know this? They, they know he's not going off. R.I.P. in peace, Nebraska fans. <laughs> By the way, uh, I was, I'm was i sorry. I was sitting here trying to find it while you were talking about it, Jeff. The Twitter account for the, the, uh, the $5 uh, broken chair uh, charity is uh, it's a bit of a mouthful, but I'm going to spit it out here. It's at five, the number five buck. Uh, so B U C K underscore chair underscore itty. So at five buck chair itty. Super, it's clever. But at five buck underscore chair underscore itty. So make sure you follow that. They've got a link there to uh, the U Caring site where you can donate. Um, and all the information about the uh, the event this Thursday night, and we'll also have the information as far as what type of exchange might happen uh, after the game, uh, depending on who. Uh, sorry, depending on uh, how badly the Gophers beat Nebraska. Thank you. Well played. All positivity on this show all the time, sir. Gentlemen, I. I, I think our seven listeners would agree this might be our best work as a podcast right here. I'm and put, putting a wrap on this one, and I think we we send this out into the into the internet world, and this is it's hard it's hard to top this one. So if nothing else, it's a, probably our shortest, so probably just <laughs> rank right up there. <laughs> uh, people have different definitions of of best, so um, for some that no short yeah. is best. Well, for we, those that made it to the end, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. <laughs> We will uh, mercifully wrap this one up. Uh, we will try to change our best for next week. We, I don't know if we will. We've been saying that every week. but um, So, again, that is an 11 a.m. kick. Uh, Gophers against Nebraska for the chair, whether the school is recognized it or not, and whether Scott Frost even knows it exists. Um, 11 a.m., you can watch it on uh, FS1. You can uh, check it out on KFAN, and I'm guessing there may be tickets or so available if you'd like to check it out. So uh, that is that for this week. We, uh, we, we really outdid ourselves but uh, thank you again for listening to the very end. Uh, I am Jeff, as always, for Frothy, for Matt, and for JD. I am Jeff, as always, stay classy and go Gophers. Row damn Gophers.